The splendor of silk is a quintessential part of every festive occasion in India. Its inherent sheen and elegance grace every occasion in alluring colors. From weddings and festivals to all of life's little celebrations, silk saris are considered auspicious and are offered to revered goddesses. They are heirlooms passed down during weddings as a gift from the in-laws to the bride. And in India, Bhagalpur is synonymous with silk. Situated on the eastern bank of the Ganga, this ancient town of Bihar has been a hub for silk production for over two centuries. It is known as the Silk City of India. Bhagalpuri silk is essentially tassar, one of the four varieties of natural silk produced world over. It is best known for its unique texture and India is one of its largest producers. This is a limited series podcast brought to you by Asian Paints Royale Play. Their latest collection, Tana Bana, is a range of wall textures inspired by India's rich heritage of handicrafts and weaves. We want to bring to you the beauty of these art forms, the stories of their origins, their color, their scent, and the euphonious sounds of the looms, all in the hope that someday these wall textures bring color to your life and home. My name is Rishi K, and you're listening to Tana Bana. And today, I bring you the story of Tassar. ये कलर जो है तस्सर सिल्क के तस्सर देसी जो होता है वो बेच कलर का होता है बिस्किटी कलर का जेनुइन कलर जो भी कलर आप डिमांड कीजिएगा उस अनुसार से उस पे कलर चढ़ जाता है दैट्स शमीम अंसारी अ वीवर हु हैज बीन वर्किंग विद तस्सर सिल्क फॉर द लास्ट 2 डेकेड्स वी मेट शमीम इन पुरैनी अ विलेज दैट इज एन आवर एंड अ हाफ ड्राइव अवे फ्रॉम भागलपुर It is a village of weavers and the sound of the loom is everywhere. 1905 My grandfather, my great grandfather, they've all been doing this work since 1905 and our family continues this work to this day. In the beginning, I was first taught to recognize the yarn and differentiate between cotton, silk, polyester, and mixed varieties. At first, I made a lungi. After that, I made a silk dupatta. It was made from Bhagalpuri silk, and then I finally started weaving saris. To show us some of the saris he'd woven recently, Shamim pulled out a neatly stacked pile out of his cupboard. We saw a variety of hues, from blue, purple to red, green, and of course, the classic beige and golden brown. Each sari had distinct motifs of date palms, parrots, lotuses, drums, and bells. These are the hallmarks of the local design of Pureni. Some of the colorful ones even retain the natural golden brown along their borders. The difference between tassar silk and other silks is that it has a distinct whiff. You can simply recognize it by smelling it. 
That is the hallmark of the silk. Also, if you ever doubt the quality of silk, the other thing you can do is burn a small piece of it. It will give out a fragrance even when you set it on fire. And it will turn to ash. To understand the different varieties of silk found in India and where tassar fits in the larger scheme of things, we spoke to Dr. Anjali Karolia, who is the director of the Institute of Fashion Technology and the former head of the Department of Clothing and Textiles at Maharaja Sayaji Rao University of Baroda. So basically in India, silk is basically of two types. Either it is cultivated or it is wild. And the cultivated one is what we call as a mulberry or the seri silk or the cultivated silk, which is the most common ones which we use, you know, what you see in your Banarsi saris, your other silk uh, materials that you have in uh, your wardrobe. And uh, the wild silk in India, luckily we've got three major kinds of wild silk that you find in India, which is tassar and Tassar has its own varieties too. Let's hear from Shamim. See, the finest one is Desi Tassar that is made using yarn that is very fine. There is also Tassar Gicha, which is made out of a thick thread, and there is Katia Tassar, which is made using a yarn that is even thicker. See, another word, in fact, some people may be uh, you know, more familiar with the word kosa silk. This kosa is what they call as uh, tassar. You know, it's a Sanskrit word for tassar, actually. And uh, this particular silk, it's uh, from uh, the lava of, uh, or the species of the silkworm. It belongs to that moth genus is basically Antheria. Then you have the eri silk and the third one is the Muga silk. Now, basically these three that you have, these all three come under the wild silk categories. And when I say wild silk, it basically means that these cocoons or these silkworms, they feed in the jungles or in the forests. And uh, so they live in the wild, you know, and they uh, feed upon uh, these trees. The Terminalia, that is, uh, you know, the species of um, Arjuna, the tree, uh, or uh, the Sal tree, you know, so they'll feed on those, or even some uh, food plants like your oak, jamun tree. For centuries together, India's forest-dwelling communities have reared silkworms to provide the raw material required for tassar silk. Sarai Kela Kharswan is a district in Jharkhand known for its production of silk yarn, the way Bhagalpur is known for its saris. And here we met Jogen Munda, who has been rearing silkworms for three decades. The road to Jogen's village was a winding state highway flanked by sal and arjuna trees. We saw several silkworm rearers out at work in the bright sun. At the entrance of Jogain's village, the names of its late inhabitants were etched on a large stone plaque. It is an ancient Adivasi custom that continues to this day. We have an ancestral relationship with silkworm rearing. It is a part of our culture. It is also a vocation that earns us our livelihood. Apart from silkworm rearing, Jogain also grows vegetables and fruits. In his farm, we saw tomatoes, brinjols, guavas and radish ripe for harvest. He grows some medicinal plants and herbs too. Silkworm rearing is a seasonal activity. We do it twice a year. The first season is from July to August. 
The cocoons are ready for harvest by August. And the second season is between September to October or November. Transferring caterpillars into the Arjuna and Asan trees is the first step in the process of silkworm rearing. As the caterpillars feed rapidly on the trees, they rip a tree bare in a matter of a few days. During this process, silkworm rearers must ensure that the caterpillars never go hungry. And to ensure that they are well fed, they transfer them from one tree to another. I feel a lot of love and affection towards the silkworms. I am very attached to them. We care for them and nurture them just the way we nurture goats, chickens and buffaloes when they are young. We treat them with a lot of love and the silkworm never bites. In just about a month, the caterpillars grow up to 12 times their original size and then start building a cocoon around themselves. The cocoons are built from a single continuous filament produced by the salivary glands of the caterpillar. They are hard and compact when they are ready for harvest. Inside the cocoon, the caterpillar transforms and emerges as a beautiful moth, ready to continue the cycle of life. The cocoons are then sold to reelers, who boil and reel them into thread that once bound together gives us our magnificent tassar silk fabric that is produced not just in and around Bhagalpur, but also in other districts of Bihar, West Bengal, Jharkhand, Madhya Pradesh, Odisha and even parts of Maharashtra. And you know, in West Bengal, uh, a lot of their uh, embroidery, Kantha, which you find now in uh, saris and in uh, stoles and in dupattas, that running stitch kind of embroidery that they have, that is done on tassar. A lot of it you'll find, you know, which they use tassar as the base for those. While the origins of tassar can be traced back over 4,000 years, right back to the Indus Valley civilization, it remains in vogue even today. The fabric is a lot more porous and breathable than other varieties of silk, which makes it popular even in warmer regions. The speciality of this silk, you know, is that it will never lose its sheen. It doesn't matter how old the fabric is, it will always look new. The distinct texture and its rustic sheen of tassar come from the silkworm being reared in the wild under natural conditions. And that is just one of nature's unique gifts to mankind, to be cherished, celebrated and preserved with care for generations to come. You're listening to Tana Bana, and I'm your host Rishi K. In the episode so far, we've brought to you the stories of palm weave from Goa, bandhej from Gujarat, the humble charpai from Haryana, ikat from Odisha, and basketry from Kashmir. In the next episode, we'll rediscover the legacy of Madras checks. You can bring home the beauty of each one of these art forms as a texture on your wall in a range of colors with Tana Bana by Asian Paints Royal Play. Click on the link in the show notes or SMS play to 56161 to know more.